You're listening to The Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. Life is never easy for everyone. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has hurdles. Life's hard. So I would never wish that life was easier. I just wish that I'll be stronger. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ebony May, and this Wednesday episode is really special because it is episode one of the Mastering Your Mindset series with beautiful NLP coaches Beck and Maddie from Intentionally Me. So I'm going to pretty much let them do all of the talking, but essentially we are doing a five-part series to go through their methodology of the inner self pyramid, a concept that helps you understand how your inner mind operates and why you take certain actions, reactions, and inactions. This was such a fun chat and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode and the rest of the series. Without further ado, here are the girls from Intentionally Me, Beck and Maddie. Maddie and Beck, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. I'm super excited to be able to collaborate with you girls because as soon as I saw your Instagram, I was like, I love everything they're doing. And I'm super excited because we're doing a little five-part series together all about your own methodology, the inner self pyramid. So can you tell us a little bit, firstly, what is Intentionally Me and what is this methodology you guys have made up? Intentionally Me is a community where we motivate, inspire women. We host monthly events. We have workshops. We have programs. Everything that we do is to help and support women on their journey. Yeah, and then a little bit about our methodology is um, we built the inner self pyramid as um, something that we use with our own clients. It's something that me and Maddie put together because we found it really, really worked for us. So then we started building it into our programs and now we've started um, sharing it on social media and then the pod, this podcast series now, which is exciting. But yeah, it's just like a step-by-step thing to really how to change your, well, it starts with your experiences, goes into your beliefs, thoughts, actions, inactions and reactions, and then lastly, your results. Sounds amazing. So today, as we said, we're doing a five-part series. We're breaking it up into five episodes and we're tackling experiences first. So I'd love you guys to jump into the inner self pyramid now. Tell me about experiences. Experiences. So experiences are at the base of our pyramid and they build the foundation of our lives. So experiences are such a big part of our life. Every single day, if you think about it, we have hundreds of different experiences whether we're going to work, we're in traffic, all of that is an experience. But the way that we look about experiences is really what like interests us to start looking into it because we, ne- we were taught growing up that something good happens, we feel good. Something bad happens, we feel bad. And to us, that necessarily didn't make any sense. Yeah, so um, I guess like how we, we try and look at it is your inner self pyramid and your experience is kind of like the foundation of how your how your mind really operates. So there's three different pillars that me and Maddie came up with of where your experiences can stem from. And that's um, the people that you surround yourself with, the circumstances that you encounter, or it also comes down to um, the environment that you put yourself in as well or the yeah not necessarily put yourself in but end up in a lot of the times exactly we all have good experiences we all have bad experiences 
But what we believe is a true sense of freedom and happiness is to be able to learn. This is something that we say quite often, and it's nothing in our outer world will dictate our inner world. And we believe that's such an amazing skill to learn. Yeah, and I guess like um, one of the biggest learnings that we have from experiences is that um, 95% of what we do is on autopilot. So if you relate that back to your experiences and our experiences are meant to make up, like they're the foundation for making up our results, then how crazy is that? That 95% of what we do is on autopilot. So the same thing day in, day out. Yeah, so unless we're actually having conscious thoughts around what we're actually doing then it's just the same pattern the same thing rather than like thinking about it and creating the change that we need to so why do we have negative experiences and then positive experiences well what we have found is that negative experiences everything that we have adversity it's a part of life none of us are immune to the experiences that we have I know sometimes for me I've sat there for hours just wishing that this experience would be different or wishing that thing didn't happen but the true power and the true freedom is to understand that we can't change it we can't change whatever life throws at us but we can change our reaction yeah so I think like um Okay, so like I think a really great way to look at this is when you can like really relate back to what is a negative experience and what is a positive experience. So I guess a good way to um, break that down is um, we can each tell a negative experience and a positive one that we've experienced ourselves and how that's kind of dictated our lives in different ways. So um, Maddie had a really, really negative experience, which the outcome dictated her life for years and years and years until I learned to rewrite the story around that experience. Did you want to dive into it? (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um, So an experience for me is when I was younger, my father passed away and that experience happened to me. So that's what you would call a negative experience. And I then created my belief system around that. And I lived my life based off that experience. And when I started to rewrite that story and I started to understand that experience, you don't have to let everything in the outer world dictate your inner world. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like, like, like something Maddie said to me earlier today, when we were having a really great conversation about this was um, some of the choices that she made in those times were because she was using that experience to give her excuses to do certain things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was really, really interesting because that's when we, when we started like comparing that to what is a positive experience, then it made me think about, okay, so when have I had a positive experience? And I I guess like the two things that me and Maddie, are talk- or Maddie and I sorry, are talking about today are kind of big life-changing experiences as well. So um, the experience that I went through, it, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a positive experience, but it was an experience where I didn't identify as it. So I had an experience where I found out that I had cervical dysplasia, which a very um, long story short is um, like cervical dysplasia can turn cancerous, so I have to go for surgery and like get things removed and all that sort of thing. But um, when a lot of women, because one in ten women go through that, so when a lot of women go through something like that, um, they you find like a lot of people identify as that. So when they have their experiences, they can go through through a lot of um, anxiety and depression and live their life in a certain way where they identify as the disease rather than separating themselves from it. 
So I guess in my experience, um, how this was positive for me, I've never identified as that disease. I've never lived my life in any sort of way where it even comes close to identifying as it, where in comparison to Maddie's story, she had she used a lot of her um, experiences back then yeah, to kind of shape her beliefs. And it sounds like both of you have done lots of work surrounding those experiences and have been able to rewrite your story. I know, Maddie, that you were saying you had to rewrite a lot of your stories that you were telling yourself. But why do you think we know, like, and you girls know, that we can actually rewrite a story, but why do you think that so often we feel like we have no control over what happens in our life and the experiences that we go through? I honestly think it's because we don't actually truly have much control about the experiences that happen in our life. I believe that we can make choices every day that lead to an outcome, but we also, we can't control the experiences of other people. We can't control an experience of when we leave the house, if something is going to happen to us. You know, a lot of experiences that some people have are car crashes and sort of incidents like that, and we can't control that aspect of life. Yeah, and yeah, I agree 100%. And I also think like this like can get up the little bit and track a little bit and into another topic. Um, but when you put it that way, like a lot of people fall into victim mentality. Exactly. So when you fall into victim mentality, you don't want to take responsibility that you have a decision or that you have a choice or you can rewrite your own story. It's easier to blame the world or blame the experience and then take different action. And what we're trying to educate people on is that you can actually you know, even if it's not your fault, you can still take responsibility. Yeah, and I think that takes like a certain level of vulnerability. It and does. That's why, that's why it's hard because like I guess like another um, thing that we look at is victim mentality versus vulnerability and it's harder to be vulnerable than it is to play the victim. I think that's really interesting because there are definitely a lot of situations and like the ones that you girls have mentioned, there wasn't anything that you could do about that to prevent that. But I do think that sometimes and often when we do use that victim mentality that it is a situation that we have created and sometimes we don't realise that we've created it until we look back because, yes, we have power over our choices, but I think that we have the power over those choices which then eventuate into another outcome. So then that's another experience. So I guess did you guys find it hard when you were in that going through those experiences to not then let that snowball because your chan- the choices that you were making then were going to inevitably lead to another outcome and another experience? Oh, it did definitely. I know for me a few years ago, it snowballed. An experience would happen to me and it would just snowball and it was just continuous experience after experience. So I think that's when the awareness comes into play. Yeah, because that, that like goes back to like um, you keep making the same choices, so you keep re- reliving the same patterns. Like if you're not, what's that um, saying that the um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Mm-hmm. That's the same with our experiences and our decisions. It's so easy, like let's just say, to go to a party and have the drink and to hang out with that crowd every weekend because it's comfortable. Where it's harder to like separate yourself and to make, create a different experience and like do something different that's outside the normal because it's outside your comfort zone to kind of do so. Exactly. But that's where the growth happens. And in between the experience happening, we have a three-second window to make a different decision. And in that moment, we can choose to, you know, I often say to myself, I choose inner peace and I choose love at this moment. If I feel myself getting angry or repeating the same patterns, I choose love. And that's the choice I make in that moment because I know that's what I deserve. And you girls spoke earlier about having that mentality about not letting anything in your outer world dictate your inner world. 
And I think that that's so powerful. How do you girls suggest that we can embody that mentality? It's so funny because I think um, this is like kind of something that I'm still slowly learning as well because I think you kind of have to like there's no day you don't have to teach yourself this like like you can lose patience so easily self-growth and (laughs) self-development is a lifelong journey yeah like and I think it's just um it like Maddie said before it's really that awareness piece like I it was something small I had like a bit of a snowball day um last week and then I remember driving out of the doctors and I just said to myself okay how can I come from a place of love and not fear so it's asking yourself like it's having that awareness to pull yourself up and ask yourself questions because when we get to the like the higher part of the pyramid which is your actions you kind of learn that you can enact react or take action so I think for some people when you have an experience if we don't have this um, conscious thoughts about things then we're just reacting all the time so it's so easy to get angry or get sad or to throw something than it is to stop and think and say hold on for a second I'm going to ask myself a question to see if I can react differently and that's where like the awareness and like the patience really comes into it. Exactly. And for me, I believe that it all comes down to unconditional acceptance of your current situation. So as you said before, Ebony, we make a bunch of choices. And yes, maybe we've made a bunch of wrong choices. That's going to lead to a result. But in that exact moment, we cannot change that. And we create emotional pain based on our resistance to that reality. So I believe that to be at peace and to sort of accept life as it is, is to just honestly accept that Accept life before it happens, that whatever happens, you're going to be okay and you choose to be at peace. Wishing it is different in the moment is never going to change it. All you can do is accept your current situation and move forward. Mm. And I guess kind of what you guys are talking about in terms of stopping and being self-aware and reassessing and asking yourself the question, how am I going to respond here? That's not really the default. I guess the default is to react. The default is to be on autopilot. So for people listening who think that that's going to be hard for them to grasp or if it's a difficult concept to wrap their head around, what would you what would you say your top advice is for stopping and being self-aware and trying to turn yourself around in that moment? Just starting and consistency. So we are wired, as Beck said before, 95% of everything that we do is the same action, the same thought that we took the day before. How I started with this, and this is something that I have to do every single time, is you have to just stop yourself within those first few seconds. You have to take a breath. You have to listen to your body. When we're in stressful situations or in heated argument, our cortisol levels are rising, our adrenaline's rising, and it is a natural way for us to react. And all it is, is I believe, is consistency. Yeah, I do have a um, quick tip, though, um, that we can use. I actually got this, oh, it might name drop her because she's an amazing coach, Laura Grady. Um, she was my first ever coach and something that she taught me um, about when you're having these sorts of experiences and how to really stop and um, start rewiring and reprogramming your brain on them is to do something that she calls the trigger task. So what this is, is when you have an experience and like this might cause you like overwhelm, anxiety, stress, and it's just an experience that you really like need to like change your thoughts on is to ask yourself three questions. So you're kind of stopping and you're saying, what is this current experience? So you're really calling it out, naming the facts. 
and then you're saying, how do I feel right now? And that's just one word answers. So you might be feeling shame, guilt, sadness, anger, whatever it is. And then um, the third question was, um, how can I, how can I react in a loving way? Or how can there be a positive outcome? How can I change this? So then you're writing down what you can do differently or how you can think about this differently. But like when you start, because I remember when I first started doing this trigger task, it, after doing it time and time and time again, it wasn't that I had to go sit down and write the questions out and really think about it. It was just an instant thing. Like I was just finding that as soon as an experience happening, I was going, what's the experience? How do I feel? And then how can I react? And then when I got really good at it, I was just instantly coming to, how can I do something differently? How can I think differently about this? So it's kind of um, like your brain loves repetition. So if you do that trigger task every time an event happens that you don't enjoy, then sooner or later, those questions will just come to you so instantly, it'll be your automatic thought. Exactly. You'll start to create new healthy neural pathways, which then become a habit. And in terms of the experiences that you girls have talked about tonight, obviously both are very big experiences. What do you think was the key to being able to move past that experience? Not necessarily get over it or forget about it, but what helped you to move on? Well, for me first, it was to process the emotion in a healthy way. So for growing up for many years, um, losing my father quite young, growing up in quite an unstable environment, so to speak, I never learned how to process the emotion. And it was the emotion of sadness and frustration and confusion. So for me, the first step for moving on from that was to process the emotion and feel it all. So feel it on a whole, on a you know full body level, if that makes sense. And then it was to understand that I couldn't change it. I couldn't change my past, but I definitely can create a better future for myself, a better life for my future family. Unconditional acceptance of your life but then unwavering faith that you can create a beautiful life for yourself and you will live up yeah. to your full potential. Yeah, 100%. And that's like the same for me. I think um, I w- when I found out about everything for myself, I was really lucky because I had a coach at the time. So I think I was um, lucky because I was already doing the trigger task. I was always already learning new ways of thinking. So when it happened, I think I was like six weeks into a course. So I'd already kind of ha- I had all the tools I needed to go into it in a positive mindset and not really kind of start out in that negative way, which doesn't mean that I didn't like sit in my bed crying for the first 48 hours <laughs> or anything like that. Um, but I think I just kind of worked through it. But it's something that doesn't end. Like I've got I've got um, an appointment with the surgeon tomorrow. <laughs> so it's something that kind of never ends. But I think something that constantly gets me through it is like back to what Maddie said, it's self-acceptance. Mm. It's having unwavering faith that it's all going to be okay. But then it's just having gratitude for everything I already do have in my life and how great things are. And just knowing that like there's a reason, like I believe that like everything kind of happens for a reason. So there's a bigger why for this. Exactly. And it gets to a point as well is after you've processed all of the emotions surrounding it, you start to see clearly and you can start to see why this happened you can start to see a lesson from it and that is such a comforting feeling you can start to see the silver lining it's just getting through the initial you know negative emotions from the initial yeah. sting of the experience and sometimes like it's just perspective as well like like um 
I like when I think about this sometimes I think when I kind of try and think about my situation and what I'm going through at the moment I go okay but like you don't need to wish that life was easier because life is never easy for everyone everyone has challenges everyone has hurdles life's hard so I would never wish that life was easier I just wish that I'll be stronger and because I feel like every time you level up and you gain that strength you just evolve more and more into the person you want to be. So I think it's like that perspective as well. Like it's either like the world is dragging me down or how am I building myself up? Exactly. And there's this um, NLP term that we talk about quite a lot and it's cause and effect. You can be in the driver's seat of your life or you can let your life drive you. I love that so much. And I love the mentality of instead of wishing something was easier, trying to make yourself stronger because inevitably that's going to have a similar effect. But I think that yeah, you you control whether you get stronger. You don't control whether life just simply gets easier. So I really love that mentality. Exactly. Yeah. You can control what kind of outcome your experiences have. We're sitting here talking about experiences, but the next series that we're doing, we're talking about beliefs and thoughts. And like that's why experience is at the stem of it because what we go into is your experiences shape your beliefs. And then from your beliefs, you can, that's when you can change them at the thoughts. So it's just so interesting because your experiences just happen to you, but you actually get to choose what you want to believe about them or how you want to think about them. I always say um, there's no hard days until you have a thought about it. So an experience just happens to you, but it's not good or bad until you decide to make like a thought about it or belief about it. That's when it gets hard because it's your perception of the experience. Yes. Oh, I love that so, so much. And I'm so excited for the next few weeks as well. And I think that my listeners are going to get so much out of it. I know my listeners have probably learned a lot of new things tonight. So to kind of summarize this episode one of experiences, can you guys give some tangible takeaways for the listeners? So I would like to share one of our favorite ways to move past negative emotions and this is something that I have implemented into my life and I just feel so good about it and that is it's called the five minute rule so say something happens in your life um, you know some sort of negative experience set a timer on your phone for five minutes and you say to yourself after that five minutes goes off that I choose peace and I choose to let go of this negative negative emotion because I can't change it so to me, um, you set the timer on your phone and you feel however you want in those five minutes. So you cry, you scream, you do whatever you have to to move on and to feel the emotion because it is important that we don't bypass through it. It's important that we do have to feel emotions because we have to feel it to let it go. But at the same time, we don't have to let that experience ruin our day, ruin our month, ruin our year. We can still feel it all. And then we let it go. And then um, the only extra thing that we have as well is, um, so we have the trigger task, which um, if you want, Ebony, I can send you the steps to the trigger task um, and you can put that in the show notes if you like. Send you these reflection questions as well. So there's um, three questions that Maddie and I love to think about when experiences happen to us. And that's, um, and this is, I guess, to gain more perspective for someone just starting out and want to get more clarity. Um, who or what has contributed to your life experiences? What experiences have caused you to have certain beliefs? And would you agree that experiences can be given to us and created by us? 
So I guess we can use these as journaling um, prompts, but that's like another huge thing. Like if you want more clarity on your experiences and you really want to start um, having that awareness, start journaling about them. Start journaling about your bad ones, your good ones, how they could have went better, what you would have done differently, like what your biggest takeaways are. Because when you create that awareness, that's going to create new um, patterns and new ways of thinking and future experiences. Exactly. And you can start to sort of understand what beliefs have been created from those experiences. I love those so, so much. And I always say when I when I do interview people, it's so great when we can get those tangible tips and tools that we can take past this. So yeah, listeners, I really hope you got a lot out of this and I'm so excited that now you have a few things to go and use. And yeah, I'm going to link all of that in the show notes below. But just so my listeners know, can you girls talk about where we can find you? Yes. So we're most active on our Instagram, which is just at intentionallyme.co. Yeah. And then we also have a um, Facebook account as well, which is just intentionally me. Um, and we also have another Facebook page, which I think is intentionally me dash Brisbane events. Yes. For all our Brisbane girls. Yeah, it was actually really cool. Um, we had a Brisbane event on the weekend and, um, something like talking about all these experiences we actually had a girl come to the event which was crazy to see um she came there changing her experience so she usually her boyfriend had just broken up with her the day before and usually what she does is goes out drinking and parties and like might go hook up with people and all that sort of thing like just the thing you do when you get single and your heart's been broken um, but instead, she seen the, our mindset and connection event and she decided to come to that and to do something positive. So that's like another really like that's like a pure good example of like for the listeners, how easy it is to change your experience and take a different action in order to get a different result. Like it's something that simple and that easy. Oh, I love that so, so much. And as I said, I'm going to link all of that below. So especially if any of you listeners are in Brisbane, you should definitely check out the events. But I can't wait until we do episode two. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Ebony. Thank you. Thanks. That is a wrap on episode one of the Mastering Your Mindset series with Beck and Maddie from Intentionally Me. I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to leave me a rating review or screenshot this and make sure you tag us all on your stories. Thank you so much for listening. Until the next episode, I wish you happiness and real health.